0: It's that time again. America's favorite fan-centric podcast is about to leave the station from memory lane to Awesome Avenue, be it sports, social, or otherwise. We'll explore it all together while trying to keep it on the road one trip at a time. So sit your ass down, keep your hands in the vehicle, and buckle up, bitches, because you just got on the Fan Bus.
1: Hey hey boys and girls. Welcome back to the fan bus. It is your host Ange. And today I have with me a special guest helping me pilot the bus. It is going to be my friend Mike. I'm gonna call I'm gonna call you Grounds Crew Mikey. <laughs> How's it going, Mike?
2: It's going good. Going good
1: good long time no talk so Mike I've known Mike for a while and Mike I didn't know like obviously people have day jobs people have hobbies and people have different things and I didn't know for some reason I didn't know that once upon a time you were part of a major league baseball grounds crew for the brewers and that you you pulled apparently you pulled emergency sausage duty once too so (laughs) I was like, we have to talk about this stuff because I have so many questions. Like, you wear this like a stunt sausage or the stunt sausage double or something. I don't know. Whatever. But uh, sausage backup. Yeah, it but, was a um,
2: sausage backup. It was a, it was a short stint in my life of. Um, well, the Grand school was a short stint, but the sausage was definitely a short stint. But uh, <laughs> uh, yeah, it was uh, just a summer job looking for something to do uh keep me out of trouble when uh was I work with my other job and uh found the job posting on the brewer's website and it was okay uh it would they were very flexible on what the what the position was as far as like how many hours you worked but part-time, full time, whatever you wanted to do, uh ground screw. Um there was That's another awesome. position that was more associated with kind of the marketing and fan interaction. Um, okay. But I was more interested in just kind of grounds crew stuff. So, okay. I went in for an yeah, interview. Okay. Um, what that? I went in, in for an interview and then, I don't know, probably two weeks later, I said, yeah, if you're interested, I'd like would like to hire you. So
1: That's awesome. So then, like, so when you, when they hired you, so you're part of the grounds crew and... What so, what does that mean? Like, what was your duty as a grounds crew person? So, you're saying it was like flexible hours and part time, so they must have a bunch of different people working different shifts, and like you just sign up for your hours, or was there like evening people, weekday people?
2: Yeah, for sure. Um, definitely range of um, all of the above. Uh, essentially, when you were hired, there's probably a good forty fifty of like grounds crew in the like pool, um, and it's mostly like part time dudes, and uh, there's a few uh, women working there. It was mostly um, definitely a very male oriented um, staff. Um, okay. Probably average age was like twenty five to thirty. Um, with a few outliers of people that have been there a long time. Like, one guy was probably 60-some years old. He had been there on Raskin um, for, like, over 40 years.
1: Oh, my god! he didn't really have,
2: like, any of the difficult jobs, <laughs> or the more physical-intensive jobs. but was kind of just, like, opening the door in the... Pitchers area or the dugout. Oh, cool! Um, yeah, bullpen. He did a cush job. It's like yeah, a senior's cush- job. Yeah, so that's how a lot of it did work. The best jobs during the games were the jobs of the people that've been there a while. Like, uh, dude that worked in the well, he was like, you can always see him on TV too because he's the dude to the right of would well, be the visitors' bullpen. There's, like, a little okay. well there, and he has to, like, that's his that in case anything were to happen during the game, he goes out and, like, wipes up the blood if a player gets hit or you no know, fixes way. the mound if there's a mound issue. So he's that dude. Hmm. He's probably got, like, the best view in the stadium. Um, wow. And that's a coveted position. So now, so anyways, going back to, like, seniority good positions the bad positions i'd say were and this is for game day so like i work game day and not game day like not game day activities were like patching the field if i was on field crew duty um cleaning up sunflower seeds there's a lot of that like just oh my gosh (laughs) uh it was very tedious like the field is is like meticulous so like wow like picking small pieces of field, like manually out of the the turf, like sunflower seeds, like tobacco. That was common. Oh my gosh! Yeah. There was... yeah,
1: my mind is blown because, like, I just go to the park to watch the game, so I don't even think about this stuff. I mean, obviously, it looks beautiful. Yeah, it's it's so then Like, how do you do that? Do you have like a little brush? Do you have a tweezer? Do you just use
2: gloves? No, like, just fingers. okay just like nitpicking out i was kind of like "Dude, this is i was a little more grossed out than other people Um, yeah yeah. so yeah but i did it i mean i mean (laughs) tobacco i think we use gloves for that um but sunflower seeds most people just like picked them up with with their hands um and i did too i just made sure to wash them afterwards um Sure. In the field I was always worried about, like pesticides. There's not really much pesticides on the field. It's a lot of like fungicide, at least in this oh. because of um, it doesn't. It's not really exposed to the outdoor elements, so they're not really. I don't think it's concerned with random seeds and stuff that are going to grow in sure. the field, but more just like a, a fungus developing based on moisture content and sunlight. Right, um, and
1: sunflowers aren't going to grow because they were probably baked. <laughs>
2: <laughs> yeah, exactly exactly. It's salted and seasoned well. <laughs> um oh, I have the, the, yeah, right. <laughs> the the the, uh, the positions was was pretty cool that you did a lot of different things. There was a lot of monotonous days um that were not game days. Um
1: that's cool that you're telling me that because that was absolutely one of my questions was like do they have a game day crew do they have like a weekend or app like off hours crew but it's kind of everybody it's you did you did all of it right
2: yeah I did all of it there with at least with this position when I was working there you had to your availability you had to make at least I think it was like ten critical days out of the whole season. You had to be available for those days, and those days were typically bobblehead days.
1: Oh my gosh. That just
2: involved a lot of pre-game moving around (laughs) thousands and thousands of bobbleheads.
1: Oh my gosh. So so you're grounds crew, and that means you're handling bobbleheads too?
2: Yeah, they got roped in for that somehow. I'm not sure how the grounds crew got, got that. Uh, short end of the stick, but I remember showing up really early. Um, I think it's like a six o'clock start in the morning, and then the oh. first two hours were just moving. Like when you go into the stadium, you see those long rows of bobbleheads, ones that were putting them there. So we were delivering to all these like certain stadium entrances. Um, wow. An interesting tidbit too, if you can kind of see if if you're going into the stadium ever. Those brown boxes that the actual like bobbleheads sit in, and sometimes uh-huh. you can see some like salt corrosion on the side, it, or just salt buildup, and it's uh-huh. it's from the containers when they're shipped overseas. Like it's no way, sometimes yeah. So I was like wow, that's cool. They all come from China, and they're they're made you know probably like a year in advance or something. Or it's, it's yeah. kind of a process to get them over here. Um, so I thought that was kind of interesting, but bobblehead days were not like very. You had to wake up early, and there were long days. So, so that's a good question.
1: That leads me into like, so, like, let's say game day is at like two two p.m. Like, what time do you guys have to show up? And where do you guys? Where I mean, there's a million people who work at the stadium. Where the hell are you guys parking? Do they shuttle you in? I mean, literally, I like I have I think about these things. Like, I think about the weirdest stuff.
2: The parking lot for um the the grounds crew is right next to Miller Parkway. essentially it's the parking lot right before the bridge to go over Miller Park way. okay, so you're and right. that you're right there, yeah, but you have to plan on traffic before you get there, especially if you live on a town, right. Um, oh my gosh. And you have to be there any time. It depends what your duty was like if you had say, a bobblehead day. You had to get there early. You'd maybe be released by the end of the game. If you had like the game day shift, where you had to show up like pretty much right when the game started, you would have to stay a little bit longer to do like after game duties, like take care of the mound. Um, you know, every game involves essentially like taking up all the material that was on the uh, the clay, like the infield. Uh, all oh. the white paint gets taken up. Um, no way. And then they rep- they repaint them every game. They have to put down new material. So that's kind of part of it too. And just the basic maintenance of the field, the mound. Yeah. The mound was a big one. It's a lot of like manually tapping clay for extended periods of time. Wow. So then, as far as like a game day duty like task.
1: Yeah. And then you guys have, do you guys have like crazy extensive training or is there just somebody always there who's like the clay master? Who's like, Hey, we need more clay over here. Hey.
2: Absolutely. The dude that has a seniority that's sitting in that well with the sweet, like (laughs) view watching the game, he's the clay master. And he's like, (laughs) or he's like, yeah, he is the clay master. And there's another like main dude above him that's overseeing the clay master. Okay. But that main dude is not, like, tamping the clay. He's just saying, we need more clay in this place. <laughs> He's pointing and waving at things. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Cool. And then also maintaining the the clay where the batter's box is. Like, that gets beaten up. So you have oh, to yeah. move the material, re-tamp it, you know, make sure it's nice and smooth. Um, and the interesting thing, too, with the mound, like, there are certain, like, statistics... like angles that have to be met from the pitcher's base like has to be sloped correctly wow so that's something that um at times like during concerts i think there was like a soccer game sometime in like miller park or american family field
1: mm-hmm. they
2: had to completely remove the mound
1: oh my so, gosh like
2: when that happened that took like it was quite a big deal like it takes a lot of time to rebuild it i, oh I never gosh. had to do that thankfully but yeah I know, like times that they had uh, concerts there. There's a there's a lot of action that the grounds crew had to do, uh, uh, kind of very tedious, like building stage um, stages, you know, transporting equipment, that sort of thing.
1: Sure, that's crazy. And then, so like when you started doing that, um, how like how long was your training period, or is it just kind
2: of trial by fire? Like you just it's been- trial by yeah. Yep. It's trial by fire. Um, okay. Get yelled at when you don't do it right, and then I was like, "Well, I mean, we haven't been formally trained. Like, <laughs> we can really like? Anyway, whatever. It was a part-time job for me. I was there like. I
1: suppose they're not going to destroy games. the mound just so they can teach you how to build one.
2: <laughs> yeah.
1: Exactly. 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 <laughs> so, so I guess that makes sense. As long as somebody knows what's going on, that's cool. <laughs>
2: And I mean, you know, there's a lot of like tedious tasks that, ha- that goes into maintaining a field, you know, mm-hmm. condition that you have to keep it in. Um, so, you know, someone has to know all that to, to like train everybody considering like how part time most, you know, a lot of people are. They're just right. to direct your hands and yeah. you know, somebody that can follow directions for the most part.
1: So then, do you guys, if you're grounds crew during the game, are you able to watch the game or get a good view of the game, or do they like keep you guys penned up in a little room? <laughs> How does it work?
2: <laughs> yeah, that, that's uh. Um, so the, the coveted positions like the dude in the well, the dudes that are out in the bullpens that open the doors for the pitchers. Sure. Those people, and there's also a, a position of just like opening the well. Not anymore. You'll, you'll pay attention to that. But there was a position of just opening door on the right field side where during the third, fifth, and seventh inning, the dudes would run out in the mats and, and rake the field, you know, yeah. smooth it. Yeah. And that, that position was also ground screw. It sucked because, you know, he had to sprint across the field, <laughs> run around. Yeah. um, Or jog around. And then when you're done, you sprint back in like two minutes. I was so going to ask about that. So a the position, open it. the door and yeah. running mats. But now, if you notice, they don't run mats anymore from the right field side. They come out of the well.
1: Aha! Uh-huh. So they
2: don't even have to run across the field anymore. Which <laughs> now I I can officially say like. <laughs> I remember when I was on the grounds crew and right. I used to sprint across the field to roll mats Up Uphill those the days. Dudes, yeah. <laughs> the dudes have it easy now. They're just walking out from the well. They're lollygagging around the <laughs> infield. The good old days. Yeah. They're, they're lacking
1: fortitude, I'm sure.
2: <laughs> they're not building their character like what, right. what I had to do. Yeah, you know? yeah.
1: That's awesome you brought that up because i that was a massive question. I was like, well, it has to be done really quickly. And so, like, it, like in my brain, I'm like, okay, so is the grounds crew doing training exercises? Like, is it a timed thing? Like, when you have to do We did that, with, yeah. You know? actually, like, is it like, okay, go, 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 or like, hey, you know, like, move it, move it. And it's like somebody standing there with a stopwatch. It's like Rocky Balboa stuff. like." <laughs> <laughs>
2: There was a couple training sessions for dudes, newbies that were put on mat duty. And I think a lot of that had to do with judging who's more speedy. Oh, you yeah. don't want to put the slow guy in front and then suddenly he gets passed by the dude that's fifth in line. Right. So I think that's what they were determining when we did that. And just kind of knowing the drill because, when you're running maps, you don't want to get any of the clay onto the grass because right. the whole point of like, yeah, um, uh, then a, a seed of grass will not grow there.
1: Oh my gosh, more of
2: sand there. So I have to, get, say, like, have to say, like, separate them. it's cool to watch.
1: It's really it's super I mean, cool. I think it's cool to watch. Like, it's one of those things. Where I'm like, wow, that's so awesome! And like, look at them go. And so, uh, like, knowing that you guys kind of or that they handpick somebody who's you know in this spot or the next spot or the next spot according to how fast they are if you're spraying clay you're out bro if you're (laughs) spraying
2: if you're spraying clay you're not going to be asked to do mats or you will be asked but you'll be like the fifth mat person
1: it's like when you when somebody asks you to do the dishes and you break a dish like you're done i have no you're done clay spraying bitches on this team forget it (laughs) Happening, and plus everybody else is going to be pissed off at you because somebody's going to have to try to get the clay out of the grass, or the grass dies,
2: right? Jeez. Absolutely. And you're, you're probably just... that guy at the end of the game that's going to have to pick that clay up in the turf, which is a pretty. We did have vacuums that we wore sometimes, but Oh. Yeah, on, on like game day, I think before like batting practice, they didn't want to, you know, obviously have engines running inside the stadium with people watching them, so. Yeah. So That's kind of where the, the hand picking of things came in.
1: That makes sense. And then everybody has a uniform, right? Like you've to wear a uniform on game day when you're out and about doing that whole
2: thing. Yep. Which is part of the part of the also the uh well, you had to wear a uniform and a badge. Most people in the like if you weren't on a coveted um spot during game day and you were running mats, you were either like You could walk anywhere you wanted to in the stadium and watch the game from another area. Cool. Um, Or you just had to be available for those, like, third, fifth, and seventh innings to run the mat. So the rest of the game, you're just kind of hanging out. There were other duties, like, you know, if we had to sweep the shop or, or, you know, some small tasks, we would do that. But for the most part, you got the opportunity to watch the game either, you know, from a seat or walk around or they had like the hangout area for the grounds crew where people just kind of hang out and watch Uh it from like the live feed in the stadium.
1: Yeah. And then, um, so this is kind of a weird thing, but do, does the grounds crew people take care of the outside of the field? I mean, there's not much going on there. It's mostly concrete, but there's like bushes and stuff to water and whatever. Like, are you guys part of all of that kind of a thing or not?
2: Yeah, they do. I did like the, on days that you do not field duty. That would be other you know, duty would be grounds crew outside. Okay, which they you know, it is quite like it's a big area. So you're doing like mowing at all the different like grass areas, weeding, um, like front entrances, uh, helping plant trees, um, spraying pesticides on the parking lot so that the like. Weeds don't grow up. Oh
1: yeah, on the concrete the cracks. Got yeah. it. Got it. Cool. Um,
2: yeah, maintaining the grounds—that was another duty. Yeah. Um, and mowing a lot of mowing.
1: That makes sense.
2: Awesome. Some some days too. That I mean, if you wanted to, you could. uh If you had a, like a, a morning shift where you were doing outside duty, you could you know stay around for the game. So you were off by a certain time. Cool
1: so what about this whole sausage stunt double thing like how did that happen like you were the chorizo once is that right
2: like yeah i got i lucked out i think i had like i worked like three days in a row three full full like full-time days okay so the the do one the head dudes on the grounds crew i think it was a day game it was like a weather day it was Jamal on weather day. It was a nice. Wednesday. Excellent. It was a Tuesday. The dude, I'm like, saying, we need, they need more runners tomorrow. Oh yeah. I'm definitely interested. i in sure. So <laughs> kind of he's like, Just saying. I don't know if you know this about me, but I am second. mats. that means I'm kind of fast. Right. Uh, not a big deal, but kind of a big deal for mid thirties is pretty good. Uh, so so, anyways, next day, fast forward the next day, day game. Um, they put me on Matt's duty for whatever reason, uh, which I didn't think was a big deal until like the sausages happened because it was essentially I ran Matt's in the fifth inning. Then they were like, all right, we need two sausages. So, me and another dude from the grounds crew went over to the positions that take care of the sausages like the yeah. fan experience crew nice I'm super winded by that um, <laughs> like, it's like you have. there's to, no
1: way I'm going to win
2: <laughs> exactly and I'm like really disoriented you get done running mats so I was all sweaty all of a sudden they like push me in a car and then drive me to the opposite side of the stadium left field where the sausages are ready three sausages are just, like, just doing their stretches. Oh, no. Working out. I get off, and they're like, what, what do you want? I, I want to be Italian, because I'm Italian. And it's Italian steak. And, and then the dudes are like, no, new guy gets chorizo. New guy gets chorizo. <laughs> There's a sausage hierarchy. There is, just like in the grounds group. Oh, my Dude, God. you do well, that's a sweet position. <laughs> Hot dog is a good sausage to race in. Right. Same with Italian. But when you get to chorizo... <sighs> You know, like his sombrero makes him so top-heavy that running with him <laughs> is is difficult. Like massive disadvantage. Massive disadvantage. If, if you are a better, do not bet on Chorizo because... Ah, we are unless, better. Unless, yeah, so do not bet on Chorizo unless you, all of your other people are <laughs> noobs. Because <laughs> Chorizo's sombrero, like when you're rounding home plate, the the force that that's coming on that sombrero to try to bring it to the ground
1: The wind resistance it's like it's there's a lot of wind resistance there's a lot of
2: downwind (laughs) (laughs) so i get put in the the chorizo it's really weird like you can't the position where your head is compared to how big the thing is right like you're really you're riding low it's it's up there and they give you like a quick instruction like you'll hear whatever the person say go and just start running like trying to ham it up when you're out there so i was like like kind of doing like shadow boxing you know getting (laughs) prepped like kind of eyeing my my opponents up and Right. I think dude and hot dog, like, yeah, I was like, damn, that guy looks like, look at his legs. He's got little bird legs.
1: You're like, He's I have the like, tiger. I have the tiger.
2: Totally. I'm yeah. Like, this is, I, I got this. <laughs> um, and then all of a sudden, it was like, go. And, and like, which I wasn't prepped for you're that. like, now? Now? Go. Uh, yeah. Like, I go, wasn't go. Ready for that at all. <laughs> go, go, go. Hot dog, immediately, hot dog Italian. All the dudes that had done this before had position. I was really slow. I was embarrassingly slow. I, <laughs> did you fall? It, I did not fall. Well, there the most you go. Way. That's a win. Which, <laughs> <laughs> which is what, what they said, like, just don't fall. <laughs> so I didn't fall. But rounding home, like, I definitely had to light off the gas um, because I didn't want to fall. And, then, yeah. you know, as the <laughs> things start to tip over, the sombrero rate. So. <laughs> Top heavy. Oh, <laughs> my God top heavy uh, did not fall that was critical I came back in the grounds we just like the dudes that said like that kind of lined me up for this opportunity he was just like shaking his head and disappointed how <laughs> could you lose by that
1: much you're like I was winded I was right before. the it be. it was, like it I was,
2: like, I was 50, in the pool
1: <laughs>
2: <laughs> oh that's it had to be 50-60 for that long spotless like, I was running
1: home.
2: The dudes had already, like, passed a finish. It was, it was pretty bad. But a fun experience.
1: Oh, yeah, my gosh, totally. So, the costume is heavy, and, like, how is your vision? Like, are you able to see? And, like, can you actually, like, the costume come down past where your legs are that you can't take a full stride? Or... That, I, could I, okay. I could take a
2: full stride I could take a full stride but the vision was definitely impaired it was like this mesh Yeah, um, you could still hear things fairly well like I remember like when a <laughs> when, when race first started <laughs> uh, like you could hear little kids like you know like, yeah, come on chorizo <laughs> like and then by the time like home plate, like the dads <laughs> like who had five bucks and me were like let's go chorizo <laughs> like were like screaming like come on dude it's like, well, That's so- here definitely the audience but the vision you know kind of the the full mesh is pretty, you know pretty uh there's not much peripheral yeah i'm just looking straight ahead so,
1: so you're hearing people different. screaming it's like was it like did you yeah. have like a slow-mo chariots of fire moment <laughs> when you're like out of your body like yeah
2: <laughs> Yeah, a little bit in the beginning for sure. When I was like shadow boxing, like this is, <laughs> this is pretty amazing. And I was a big fan of John Milan back in the day. Oh, so yeah. I mean, to run on John Milan weather day was, was quite an honor. Very
1: momentous. That is awesome. So, okay, so the costume's heavy. You can't see that. Well, but you can definitely hear and is it
2: smells it's
1: I was just gonna say, like a million people wear it. It smells like a dirty shoe, like a hockey like a hockey yeah like locker room and it's sweaty too hot. Like or is there fans in there? Like
2: No, it's all like <sighs> it's just sweaty, nasty. Like they don't <laughs> clean it, I don't think that often. I'm sure they like
1: lice all it, but that doesn't last. Like there's probably antibacterial whatever, but that doesn't like it's
2: yeah, I don't. Ew. <laughs> <laughs> mm. They probably just do like a spray clean, on an airbrushing, but it was pretty. I mean, it's also during the day. You're hot, yeah, and sweaty. Like I sweat a lot. Maybe
1: so, Mike you know, was. Maybe it wasn't the costume.
2: Maybe it was you. <laughs> it was probably definitely me. Like I added to that. Like that. It
1: stench. smelled like hot dog with like relish and mustard and you're like oh wait that's what i just ate
2: (laughs) that's what i just ate it smelled like turd with burnt hair it was it was i i left my mark in that thing nice it's probably still still there if my dog would go up and smell it she's like you know i smell my dad
1: like do you guys share any sausage stories like, I know, I mean, like, every time I go to a game, I'm out in the parking lot, and I'm, like, taking pictures with these guys, like, and, like, you know, people are giving them a hard time, they're, like, making dick jokes, they're, like, doing all kinds of stuff, like, is it just, like, par for the course, like, whatever, like, it's just, all that stuff happens so often that nobody even talks about it.
2: <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's definitely, I believe. I think the sausages, like the people that ran them for living, they probably have better inside knowledge right. of like shenanigans. <laughs> I was on a I was on a uh, a bus um, shuttle bus to the game once, and I was telling my chorizo story, and this one woman on the bus like saying, "Oh yeah, I had my I think her husband or something had an event, like an office event, a corporate event, where chorizo came." <laughs> and she like I think the costume was left over or something. Oh no! And long story short, like, sex in the tree <laughs> and like dented the sombrero. She was like, god. Yeah, yeah, sombrero is heavy. It also dents really easily.
1: Like, so, this is a budget because that's like, like, what she's saying, but it wasn't
2: proven. But oh my god! <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, Well, that's where some of that smell came from. Oh <laughs> my god! They
1: don't clean it. There's like the Mile High Club, and there's the trezo Costume Club. <laughs> <laughs> Only one the winner, hopefully in that one.
2: Laughing like, oh my god!
1: People are crazy. Fans are.
2: Crazy. I didn't even know how you could do that. I mean, it would be tight, <laughs> and I believe she said it was pretty tight. Like it wasn't much movement.
1: Oh my like god.
2: It worked for them.
1: That's a hoot. So how long were okay. you part of the grounds crew and were you part of which, were you working there when they were playing good or was it like the period of the suctaceous period or the <laughs> psychozoic period? It was period a good or?
2: period, yeah. It was about a year or about a season that I worked okay. there. Okay. Um, Fun. And then I chose not to do it the next year. I was got too busy with my other work, but yeah. it was nice it was a uh, it was definitely an enjoyable experience. Cool. people were nice to work there mm.
1: that's awesome very cool yeah i've learned I've learned a lot today <laughs> so, <laughs> and unless there's something we're missing, I probably could probably i like I had so many questions I was like. How do you trained for that? Like, what does it smell like inside of this, the sausage costume? Like, I don't, I mean, I have, I, I live a charmed life because I get to interview people and find out all the ins and outs of the stuff that I want to know about. So, and I know you're super busy too, like, and you've been traveling a lot. And so I appreciate that you've taken the time to talk to us about this, your adventures and what happens on Grounds Crew and, sausage mascot I'm you know I do ever see that footage was it a a a baseball game or a football game where well there's been lots of instances where mascots get creamed by people so I'm glad for your safety and that you never got hurt
2: (laughs) (laughs) one of the guys actually that was the sausage duty with me he was one of the like he was the I think it was a hot dog or the brat that got i don't know it was a pirates player or someone oh, that, that yeah. like, clotheslined him with the bat or something he was that guy that's what i'm talking about oh my gosh yes so yeah there was some of that because the again position like if you're if you're on the right field door hang out with one of those guys you'll get some more inner knowledge of like the workings of the sausages <laughs> um yeah, it was a fun time. It was a pleasure pleasure to talk with you.
1: I really appreciate it. It was great. And maybe we'll have you back again someday, perhaps. Um,
2: <laughs> well, hopefully the brewers do a little better next year. No. Yeah.
1: They're so, they're so much fun to watch, though, regardless. I have to say, like, I really enjoy being at the park. And they do such a good job at making it a great experience and family-friendly and all of that. And I I do appreciate that for sure. So. All right. Awesome. Awesome. Mike, I thank you so much. I am going to go ahead and thank all of you for joining us and for listening. The fan bus, of course, is not a good bus unless it is a full bus. So I invite you to invite your friends, subscribe, rate, give us those five star ratings. Go ahead and and, um, find us on Patriot Sports Uh, patriotsportsnow.com and also to anywhere you find your regular podcasts so I appreciate you all get the hell off my bus
0: sadly it's true that all kick ass adventures must eventually come to a close but rest assured this will not be our last thank you friends for riding the fan bus now gather your belongings throw out your trash and promptly make your exit and wait patiently for our next fan bus adventure. The fan bus is part of the Patriot Sports radio family. Join our community where you can find more of what's kick ass by visiting us at patriotsportsnow.com. Until next time, everyone, keep it on the road.